0: My name is Joel Oquendo, and this is the Social Media for Realtors podcast. Tune in each week to get practical social media tips and hacks to help you close more deals and become the authority in your market. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm here with the social marketing queen herself, Caitlin Rhodes. And today we're going to be talking about everything reals. Um, And so I'm super excited. Uh, Thank you so much for being here with us today, Caitlin. I cannot wait to unpack all of the the good stuff that we have to talk about today. Um, And so um, I'll just let you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background, professional, personal, all of that good stuff.
1: Yes, so I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, this is actually my first podcast that I've done. So what? yeah, you're taking that from me. Um, so, okay. So my background, um, I've been doing social media for 13 years, but specifically real estate marketing uh, for the last 10 years. Um, I started marketing at for this property management company when I was really young, straight out of college. My degree is actually in journalism,
0: um, oh, nice. but I
1: fell like in. Yeah. So, which is probably why I love reels. I love <laughs> getting in front of the camera and doing crazy things. Yeah. Um, but so I started in property management and then it changed into the mortgage industry and then it went into real estate. So There's like a hundred like, paths
0: of, you could take with that, right?
1: <laughs> so many different paths, but it's just so funny. I always think about how like God just led me on this real estate path. And then my husband's a realtor. So it's just, it just all has worked out. Yeah. Nice. Um, Although my degrees in journalism, you know, social media was just starting to kind of go on the rise when I got out of college. So there was books out about it, or you were just using the stuff. Um, Instagram was very new. You remember the old yucky filters on Instagram back in 2012? (laughs) Like, that's where I remember Instagram. Thank God. Like, I don't think anybody even uses those filters anymore.
0: New filters are next level. Like, you can really, like, like, the catfishers are out there right now. (laughs) <laughs> oh my
1: god He's like a different person but the i'll
0: meet fil- with people and i'll be like you do not look the way that you look
1: <laughs> yes i know i know right. so the filters we had back then were not like that guys it was like uh it almost looked like your photo was like burnt with edges and stuff like that so <laughs> it's they definitely instagram has definitely came a long way um but anyways right before I started my own social media agency last year, then it's almost a year old. Um, But I think, you know, what really took off for my business as far as the social media agency was I started utilizing reels last spring, right right before it was like, right when people were really starting to jump on them, but a little before. So I was getting really good views, good engagement. Right. And my page is almost at 80,000 followers now. And I I owe it to Reels, honestly. They've helped me reach. Which
0: just just a heads up, people. Last week, it was like at 75,000 or something like that. So it's growing pretty rapidly. So
1: yeah. (laughs) I will say, you know, I use all of Instagram's features. I'm very big at teaching people like it's not just about Reels. Make sure you're using carousels and videos and Mm -hmm. IG lives. But um, I've definitely ramped up my... Reels posting. I used to do. I started. If you scroll back in my my Instagram feed, you'll see my very first my very first reel, and it it wasn't the best reel, but I start from the bottom. Started go started yeah. working my way up and learning the feed. And now I try to do like four or five reels a week.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's interesting because I like to think that I'm like an early adopter, but there's always there's certain things that I fight. And reels was one of those things that I fought tooth and nail because I was like oh, this is just Instagram trying to be like TikTok, probably not going to stay around or TikTok will get consumed by Instagram or whatever. Um, It's just, it just goes to show again that um, you have to, I read this really great quote that said, um, an opportunity of a lifetime has to be seized in the lifetime of the opportunity. And um, what happens is a lot of times we jump on the bandwagon after it's driving away 60 miles per hour, and it takes us a long time to catch up, right? Um, And so you know, the, the, I think that that's one of the biggest things is that whenever you guys see that new features are getting announced, you see the new things that are getting released, take advantage of those things early um, because the algorithms will push more traffic toward towards the people that are using those features.
1: They will. And then, too, like, we'll get in this to, into this later probably, too, but think about, like, trending audio. Right. When it comes to Reels, um, a lot of people, the experts, the gurus, push people jumping on trending audio, being the first adopters to jump on it because you will get more traction. People will see your, your, your reel more if you jump on that trending audio early. So mm-hmm. be early adopters is what we're, what we're telling you to do right now.
0: Absolutely. So I guess we'll start with um, like, what's the big hype about Reels, right? Like why are they important for realtors in particular to implement into their business? Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah. So what is the biggest hype about Reels for realtors? Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, (laughs) So I believe that one, I mean, for any business, but realtors especially, it's going to get your brand out there to more people for free. Um, I know working with realtors, before I started my own agency, I worked for Curator, which I I managed 25 clients uh, monthly, and that was hard. But Mm -hmm. They were very big on pushing advertising, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, but you know, that's extra money on top of someone on top of paying a social media agency. You're also paying for that ad spend with reels. You don't have to do that. It's a free feature on your phone that you can literally pick up and show people your listing that you have um, do a 30 second walkthrough and show off that listing that you've got, show them behind the scenes, show them your, personality, but they can really just get to know you without you having to fork out even more money than you're probably already spending on your listing. You know, realtors spend money on photography and all that good stuff when you literally have a free phone right here to, to do your own marketing for something.
0: Right. And it's, it's honestly like one of those things that think about this. Most realtors are terrified about being on video, right? What I think about when I hear that is that I have a competitive advantage because I don't have any fear of being on video. I'll be on video and I'll be acting a fool all day long, every day, if you let me. Right. And so if you think like, man, if I just push past this fear, I will have a competitive advantage over all the other realtors who are not comfortable being on video um, because they're scared of being on camera or whatever the case is. Right. And so it's, it's, again, it goes back to what you were saying. It's organic, it's free. Um, you you don't have to pay for it and especially for new realtors. so i'm I'm a coach in my company, right for new agents and the number one thing I tell new agents is to put out content. Don't spend time don't don't spend twenty or thirty hours training. Um, spend 20 thirty hours putting out content. Why? because at the very beginning, the only thing you have going for you is proving to people that you know your stuff
1: because it's just so much less effort to just pick up your phone and say what you gotta say on a reel and post it and be done. Sure, right. you do the research too before you get there. like don't be spreading false information, lies, or you right. know, like stuff that don't don't give these don't give your audience wrong information. Definitely do your due diligence, but literally you can pick up a phone and record as long as you have that confidence, which we need to talk about. Confidence, absolutely. Sure, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we're gonna get there, I promise. Um, but as far as, um, as far as that goes, especially for new agents, putting out content, it's one of the best ways to get out there. It's, people hire you for one of three reasons, right? They like you, they trust you, or they feel like you know what you're talking about. Um, and video allows you to touch on all three of those things. The more people hear you talk and sound like you know what you're talking about, the more they're gonna trust you. And then your personality naturally is gonna communicate um, I also want to encourage everybody like don't hit the stop button on the recording if you mess up. Keep going. It humanizes you, it makes people relate to you more, it makes people like you. It's like my wife tells me twice a week, at least I'm I'm so proud of her. She's so she's out there doing it. She's not super comfortable, but she's still doing it. I wish I had that confidence to do that, right? And so people appreciate like
1: the just, authenticity, right?
0: right? yeah right absolutely. that's
1: what we all crave is that authenticity, and like you said, if you're just hearing someone talk about it, it I automatically trust you more because I see you talking about it
0: right <laughs> absolutely, okay, so um explain to us the anatomy of a good reel, like the things that make up a good reel. You had a post recently, and I tagged you in it when I used it. Um, you put like, I think it was like seven or eight things that were like, these are things that you have to have in your reel in order for you to put together a good reel. And I did it. I tried to hit as many of them as possible, um, but there is a f- an actual formula um, that you can follow if you're just getting started. Eventually, Jason Pantana says, good content always performs, right? Um, if you just have good content, it will always perform. But while you're getting to becoming a good content creator, um, because you have a thousand hats to wear, right? There is a, a simple formula that you can follow. So what makes a good reel?
1: Yes. So I wish I would have wrote some notes about this. Because <laughs> <laughs> so what makes a good reel? Um, there are a lot of different, um, There's a there, there's definitely an equation to have in your head when you're going to record a reel, right? So first, you want to have the idea, you want to do a little bit of research, you know, scroll through that explore feed if you need to and get some inspiration on what you want to do, what's resonating with the audience already out there, because then you'll know that it's probably going to work if you can do something similar to that.
0: Right. And how to know if it's resonating with people, guys, just really quickly. So if you're super beginner level in social media and you look at the likes, you look at the comments, there's a lot of comments, there's a lot of likes. It's a good way for you to know that that content's resonating with people. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, yes. go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes. Continue.
1: <laughs> no, you're good. take that engagement into account. Um, and then next, you know, you want to set yourself up for success by setting up your space. Um, I think the biggest tip for a good reel from me is good lighting because I can see a really good reel and I can know it's from a really trusted good company. And then like their lighting's off and it makes the entire quality of the video just not look as high quality as it could. So I'm super big on people. If you can't afford a light, then get in front of a natural window, which is what I'm doing now. Um, you know, you don't, you don't have to spend tons of money in, in making yourself like this green screen background and all that stuff. This isn't TV, this is your phone, um, but just get that good lighting going so you get a good high quality video. Um, clean your screen off if you have to before you record take your shirt and and clean that little video screen off this is how
0: I know that she's a pro okay because (laughs) (laughs) I do this I I I do this all the time I'm a photographer like I have a background in in photography video marketing all of that good stuff um for years before I became an agent and it's one of the things that I always like I, I always look at it as a photographer is there dust on my lens right and little things like that People tell me, oh, your camera's so great. It's like we have the same phone, right? So just wipe your fingerprints off, you know, and you'll be fine.
1: I will tell you too, I get comments all the time, like what kind of video are you recording with? And it's literally the iPhone 12, I believe it is, which you know, everyone has access to this. Just clean right. off your stuff. so good lighting, clean off your stuff. Um, and then even before you get ready to record, like do some crazy stuff to hype yourself up a little bit so that you're not scared like those people are you know the old saying like picture everybody in their underwear like (laughs) you picture yourself you're super cool right now so you're gonna fake it till you make it baby and have that confidence on that video for those. right right create Create an an alter ego ego. create a real alter alter ego
0: ego.
1: oh my god right too So when people, side note, when people follow me on Instagram, like when I find out my friends are following me, I'm like, please don't judge me. That's a different person that you see there than me (laughs) in person because I do, I am this, I'm not like a fake person, but I'm like this character that has the confidence to do what I do and teach people what I teach. So definitely give yourself that grace to be confident and, and just don't take that fear away. Because people will see that fear in your reels too, Absolutely.
0: right? Absolutely. Not only that, but it, it's, th- there's a big part of what you just said, right? Um, it's, it's not that I'm fake, right? Marketing is marketing. Marketing is not real life, okay? Um, marketing, the whole point of marketing is getting people to trust you to work with you, right? Right. And so, you know, pill companies will hire actors to act like they took the pill. Did they actually take the pill? We'll never know. We'll never know, right? We'll never know. But the truth is, this is something I learned about three years ago. um, And it's the people that sell Mercedes-Benz cars, right? A lot of them cannot afford the Mercedes-Benz cars that they're selling, but they still wake up every morning, they put on their tie, they put on their blazer, and they go sell Mercedes, right? And so just because you don't own one doesn't mean that you're an imposter. It's just marketing. So I don't know if you've ever um, read or heard Ryan Serhant's book. He's a realtor from Million Dollar Listings, New York. He wrote a book called Big Money Energy, okay? And this book changed my life. Um, This book, it talks about how he got on the show, right? Million Dollar Listings, New York. Um, At the time he was a rentals agent. He was not doing million dollar deals. And he went into the interview and he told them, I am the best realtor in all of New York City. And they they didn't fact check him, right? <laughs> it's like, you know, he went in there, he said what he said. On the day that they were going to film, they were going to go film four agents and whoever, whoever had the worst content, they were going to drop them and they were going to keep the other three for the actual show, right? On the day that we going to film him, he told all of his family, all of his friends, hey, call me nonstop today. While i'm with the crew and don't stop calling me until i tell you oh and the whole time God. he's with the camera crew his friends are calling him his mother's calling him and he's answering the phone he's like he's like that's a that's ridiculous that's a such a lowball offer um i'm not even going to consider that He hang up on it right and then they called back and then he was just acting the part this alter ego set in in front of the cameras and they picked him and from the moment that they picked him to the day that they started filming the actual series he said, "Well, now that they picked me, I have to become the part." He locked himself in his office for like 14 hours a day for 6 weeks straight and did nothing but cold call. By the time they started filming, he already had million dollar listings that he could film. And it was such an inspirational thing, right? Such an inspirational story to take somebody who's like, "I don't want to do rentals anymore. I am going to become the best agent." And last year he did 1.5 billion dollars in sales. So it's it's kind of one of those things where you have to figure out you know what it's not that i'm being fake it's it i'm believing in myself i'm believing in my 5 year from now self as opposed to the place that i'm at right now and that's the person that i'm going to be on camera does it make yeah, sense yeah
1: that's super inspiring and that's That's really like when I got into reels, it was to grow my social media business. And, and, you know, I kind of took what he did, like, no, I am going to be the best. I am the best. I submersed myself into learning every single detail about Instagram and reels and, you know, and every feature of it. And you, you make yourself the best and reels is a great way to show that off too, because you literally, it's at your fingertips And it's a great way to share off valuable educational stuff to your audience too, which for realtors, you know, people want to know, um, like how's the market right now? Um, how much can I sell my house for, you know, like little things, people are using their phone all the time. What I'm getting at is that you can use reels to reach so many people with, with your real estate brand. Right.
0: Right. Absolutely. I love that. Um, so what does your content routine look like? Like when you get ready to. Get content together. Do you, um, do you just do it randomly, or do you do it? Um, I have here in my notes. Um, you have a content calendar, plan your content. How you actually do the execution of the and the creation of the actual content. How does that work?
1: Yes. So content planning for me and content planning for my realtors is very different. So I just want to talk about both of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For me, because I'm an Instagram coach, you know. A lot of the times I will see things off the bat and because I'm so comfortable with recording things super fast and I'll grab my phone and do it right then and there. I personally do not have a content calendar, but for the real estate agents that I manage, I definitely believe that realtors should have a content calendar in place because it will help you to kind of come up with what you're going to post about. So we have something called content pillars, content themes that build out these content calendars. So like maybe Monday's a market Monday so that they can, you know, give your followers an update on what's going on in the market right now. Tip Tuesday, okay. Think about, do you got a home buyer seller tip? Or I'm sorry, do you have a home buyer tip or do you have a home seller tip that you want to share today? Um, Then we do local spotlights throughout throughout the week. but definitely planning is the way to go, especially if you're new into social media, because you can definitely get, you know, hit a wall super easily. If you're not planning things out, you're going to just forget because you got other things to worry about. Right, you know, Did right. this? The, the, how many offers are on this home right now? You need to get this so-and-so, you know what I mean? So you don't have time. There's to a like thousand, thousand things, that. right? <laughs> so many things these realtors have to do. So the best thing you can do for yourself is kind of plan out what you're going to post for, for the month, for the week. Um, and definitely, when it comes to reels, planning is probably the best thing you can do for reels, just because um, trending audio is super hot right now. So you don't just want to record a reel and then just go find some audio that you, that sounds good to you. No, unfortunately right now, trending audio is what's going to get you the most views So it would be in your best interest to plan out like, all right, what audios am I going to use this week? So that's where I tell people like explore, uh, follow the explore feed and kind of get some inspiration there, Mm -hmm. save those audios, and then go into the notes section of your phone and write out some ideas like, oh, I saw this audio. I bet I I could wrap that into like a, like a seller tip, like how they can sell their home for the most money or something like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Definitely planning out is what I tell everybody to do.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's really great. Um, And as far as like actually creating the content, because most realtors are too busy to sit down and make this a habit. I can tell them that they'll make an extra million dollars a year and they'll still tell me, I just don't have the time. Right. And so um, for me, I batch create content. Okay. Um, I will sit down last month, black history month. I sat down towards the end of January and I recorded 28 videos um, that were all quotes from famous African-Americans throughout time and I just I knocked them all out and I posted one a day during the month of February um, and so I do a lot of batch content creation um, and so as far as the actual creation of the content when it comes to reels in particular um, what is it that you recommend? Yeah so-
1: someone that's really busy, how do I recommend, you know, they, they record reels and, and jump on that feature for Instagram. That's, I agree with you. Batch, probably batch creating is going to probably be your best bet because I mean, think about realtor schedules throughout the week are so crazy with listing appointments or inspections. They don't even know what their week's going to look like. So if it's Monday and you're like, Oh, I have a two hour block right now go ahead and and take that time to batch record. And what we mean by batch record is you've already probably got some audio saved or maybe even you don't, but you're gonna just pump out like four reels right now in this this next hour. Um, So you'll you'll go ahead and you might even have some change of outfits. You might not. Um, When I batch record, I do do some batch recording sometimes. I was telling him uh, when, for women, it's a little different because we kind of want our makeup done and our hair done. But if I'm having a good hair day, I will batch record probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm recording all day long.
1: <laughs> all day long, my makeup's <laughs> done. I know I'm not That's watching That's so my funny. Hair so that really is what will make me batch record. So save those audios. And like I had said earlier, make some notes in your um, the app on your phone. When you get ideas, write them down. So then when you do go to batch create, you can literally go down the list and just... Pump them out, and they don't need to be perfect. Um, we were talking about this earlier it's better to create rather than to create something so beautiful and perfect. Some of my highest performing reels that have reached millions of views have been me being really dumb and stupid and not well <laughs> reels that I took the time to actually do so
0: and and it's funny because last year I remember, and I'm kind of eating my words now, right um, last year, I remember talking to an agent and laughing and making fun of these tiktok realtors that were like all they were doing was dancing in their listings and stuff like that right and um i had this realization at the end of december this past year where i was just like but they're dancing in listings pretty frequently you know uh, <laughs> they're dancing and they're they're closing deals right um and in a lot of cases closing more deals than me right so it's it's one of those things where, guys, you have to, if there was a realtor that was on the corner right now spinning a sign, right, and they did $25 million in volume, I'm not mad at them, right? Right. right. And
1: you probably are considering spinning a sign. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I'll stand out there in in the hot dog suit, whatever it takes, right? <laughs> um, and it's just a matter of like, there's a 100 different things you can do right? And you don't have to be the one that's doing the dances, right? You can jump on reels and you can educate people or you can jump on reels. Like I use reels for humor. My my main thing with reels is can I get somebody to laugh and can I, de- can I deliver value um, at the same time? And so there's three things that I'm trying to do that I'm trying to focus on, right? Do they trust me? Do they like me? And do do they feel like I know what I'm talking about, right? And who doesn't want to laugh, right? Who doesn't like to laugh? You know, nobody wakes up and they're like, I really hope that I'm just grumpy all day long today, right? No. So it comes down to when you're creating content, you have to think about what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish, what you're trying to communicate. I already know every time I'm doing a reel, I want to make somebody laugh or I want to provide value. And so, you know, when it comes to When it comes to reels, what are the different types of reels that people can try out, you know, um, so that somebody who's not like a a dancer or a social media person, right, they can find their thing when it comes to reels?
1: Um, So I'm with you. I like to either make people laugh or I like to educate them. I'm really big on educating. Yeah, you're the Um, edutainer. You know, (laughs) yes, I, I love that's how I describe myself in my Instagram, um, I want to teach you something while making you laugh. Right, right. Um, but for someone who's like just getting started with reels and they're like, what, I'm not going to dance. Like, That's a common misconception about reels. Let's be honest, right. because I'm trying to think, like, I haven't danced in a while, actually, on my reels. <laughs> um, 20, <laughs> yes, I'm not a dancer but,
0: by nature, so you probably right. never see me dancing around.
1: <laughs> okay, no, if you want to yeah. dance, dance. If you don't, don't. Um, But for for realtors in particular, you know, you can educate them on the market. You can educate a first time home buyer. You can talk to somebody about VA loans. Um, You can do walkthroughs of your listing, or even if you're, maybe you're touring a buyer and you're going through these really amazing homes, like you don't even have to show your face. You can just basically give someone a little tour with the reels people eat that up they love seeing the inside of other people's homes
0: it's it's creepy but it's also high performing
1: <laughs> high performing yeah. I um for so I have a realtor that I do reels for and he just he doesn't show his face as often as I'd like for him to so I'm like all right Brian then you gotta go in and do me go 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 do a tour of a listing and send it to me mm-hmm. and he'll send it over to me and I'll just kind of cut it up and um Sometimes he'll find like an amazing home that has an amazing kitchen mm-hmm. in particular, and so right. you could just do a featured kitchen of the week or something like that. But realtors, honestly, in my opinion, haven't made when it comes to content because people want to see those homes. So if you're right. uncomfortable in front of the camera, show them your homes. Um, and then, two, you know, a lot of people are starting to learn that it doesn't always have to be video. It can be a collection of photos that you do right. with some and change the photo every time the music beat changes Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's so many options that that they could honestly jump on here
0: and guys if you do show your face while you're doing a video and while you're showing a property it's just going to increase people's connection with you you literally just have to do exactly what you would do with a client like I have this girl on my team that I tell her uh, show up early to your showings do a video of you walking through that property and you might not post it that day. Maybe you post it at a day where you don't have anything else to post, but you have that content there. If if you are doing five or six showings in a day, only post about one of those showings. One of my big things is like, in order to move the dial with real estate business, you have to appear to always be working. I say appear to always be working because the truth is we're not always going to be working. right? Sometimes I wanna to go to T-Ball with my son. right? Um, but while I'm at T-Ball with my son, I'll post a video of a showing and people online are like, oh my gosh, you know, he's showing this amazing place. And the truth is, I'm at T-Ball with my son trying to get him to not play with the dirt, right? <laughs> so um, it's, it's, just one of, it's just a matter of like, that's another thing that I consider batching um, or I guess you, you should call it content hoarding, right? Um, is just constantly showing, you're constantly doing things. If something funny happens, right, at a showing, or if something funny happens or you see something funny, like, for example, I went to go do a showing and there was three cameras aimed at the bed. That was creepy for me, right? I was like, what's happening here? i was I'm telling my clients, like, don't say anything around here. They're watching us. We're being watched, right? Um, you never know what's happening. And so it's one of those things where it's like, if funny things are happening, record a quick video about it. Uh, if you're making a joke about it or whatever, and then save it in an album on your phone, what happens is, while you're hoarding content, what's going to end up happening is you're never going to run out of content. You know, Gary V talks about documenting over creating, right? Everybody's not a content creator. Everybody's not creative. Um, but you can document the different aspects of your day. And you know, like for realtors, I see a lot of realtors that they'll post a boomerang of themselves doing a contract aimed at their computer, um, and, and that's, that's, it's just people want to see what you're working on, you know?
1: Right. right. And you know what too, with a hoarding is sometimes you'll be in this moment, but you won't know what to caption it or how to deliver it. Mm-hmm. So save it and think on it or go find out how other people, you know, even do a quick Google search and you'll get probably other inspiration or like a headline idea to, to, to create that caption for you to really deliver it the best way mm-hmm. instead of just trying to get it out there and not really know what to say about it.
0: Right, right. I do
1: that all the
0: time. Okay, so what's the easiest way for a realtor who is terrible at social media to get started? Somebody who might not know um, how to use social media or reels, um, what's the best way for somebody like that to get started with reels?
1: So I believe the best way for a realtor to get started that's kind of uncomfortable with reels or just not maybe they're just a beginner with Instagram or social media in general Um, first I always tell people to go find someone in your industry that is doing it the right way right you'll get inspiration from them you'll figure out what kind of content they're posting you'll figure out what kind of content is actually resonating with their audience if they're getting engagement from it and it kind of gives you the confidence, like, oh, I could do that, you know, if right. you're getting all these other ideas. So definitely research industry leaders um, and see what they're doing. And then two, just start doing it. Um, <laughs> if you're afraid to start with reels, then start with Instagram stories. That's where I kind of started getting my feel for video, was just talking to that story like it was my best friend and showing them, <laughs> you know, people. It also gives you that extra confidence boost too, when you start getting replies and people are actually talking back to you and you're like, oh, wow, they actually do like my message or I am bringing value. Start, just start doing it.
0: And why is it important to start with stories? I know why. Um, I know why, but can you break it down for somebody who's like, doesn't really know too much about social media? Why is it important to start with stories?
1: Um, I mean for me, I would say to start with with stories before Reels for two reasons. One is just to get confident in front of the camera. Um, but two, also you start to also get confident with the app in itself because you'll know how to record. Um, you'll see the little buttons for the special effects and the filters if you want to use them. Um mm-hmm. what were you I was say? gonna say
0: because they go away, right? Oh, you know,
1: yes, duh.
0: You know something else, guys, that is just kind of like bonus info or advice is, um, the more you actually jump in and start playing around with the different features on reels, um, you don't have to post it, but go in there, play around with the features. Um, you know, look at the audio section and the the trims and the transitions and whatever, right? Do whatever it is you have to do to learn it really well. And then you don't have to post it initially. You can just play around with it, learn it you know, until you're comfortable with it. And then afterwards you can, you can start, you know, getting out there and posting it. Yeah. Um, and so.
1: lot you know, of us do learn by doing. So it's easy to just practice. You don't have to post it, but at least you're learning the process. Um, and we talked about this earlier too, Joel, is that it's actually not as hard as you think, right? Like Instagram kind of walks you through exactly what to do when you're creating your reel. It shows you the record button. And then after you record it, there's buttons that tell you to preview it. And then there's mm-hmm. buttons to add text to it or effects. It it really does. It's not as hard as it looks.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. What's your biggest pet peeve when it comes to reels?
1: Okay. I guess my biggest pet peeve when it comes to reels is, I mean, I hate to say this because I don't want to hurt people's feelings but when they're doing a lip sync reel and they get it like it's just way off and they posted it anyway <laughs> like okay if you would have just practiced just a few more times you probably would have got it like you know or trimmed
0: it a little bit better
1: <laughs> a little bit more and then oh also one more cut peeve is bad lighting and you'll hear me say yeah. this all the time but
0: <laughs> Same. turn that
1: light on or face a window you level up your reel 1000%.
0: Is there like a common myth that's out there that like everybody believes to be true but it's actually not true
1: my favorite myth regarding reels is probably that you have to do so many to to get traction um, you'll see a lot of gurus push out like do this 30 day challenge where you put out a reel every day for 30 days like one who can keep up with that two the instagram algorithm will start to learn that your posting schedule and they will start to expect you to do that so when you stop posting those reels every single day your reach and engagement is going to plummet like s- super fast yeah. um so that is a huge misconception is this that you have to post so many reels per week to get any kind of yeah traction on I that
0: um so i always try to instill in our agents like only do what you're able to do consistently if you're not able to do 10 reels a day don't do 10 reels a day If you're only able to do three a week, just do those three a week and make it consistent, right? Um, That's why when I first started getting into doing this podcast, you know, there was people telling me, you got to do an episode a week. And I was like, there's no way that I'm going to be able to sustain my workload and do the podcast and do everything on a weekly basis. Um, Because then I'm really going to be burdened by the podcast rather than enjoy helping people, right? Um, And so I want to I love helping people and I want to help people, but I don't want it to become a thing where it's like, oh, I gotta go help people, you know? Uh, yeah, does it make sense? Yeah. Um so yeah, if 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 you could challenge our audience to implement something immediately after watching this podcast or hearing, you know, this podcast, if you could challenge them to do one thing, um, what would that one thing be?
1: Obviously my generic answer is to go record <clears throat> your first reel right now because we just should have talked about it in this, right. this episode, but really If you're not there yet, my challenge for you is to go talk on your stories every day this week, five days, Monday through Friday, get on your story and just tell us what you're doing, how you're helping someone, or give them a tip about the industry. Because once you start getting in the groove of it, posting consistently, seeing your face and hearing your voice and getting those messages back, you're going to have some more confidence to probably start recording reels the following week.
0: Right, right. Now... I wanna encourage everybody, just be authentic. Don't feel like you have to be something that you're not. Um, You know, I I feel like a lot of times we wanna put barriers on like, if I'm gonna be doing real estate, I have to be all real estate, right? Or uh, like, no, you you want your audience to feel like they know you, even if they've never met you, right? And so that's part of them feeling comfortable reaching out to you and makes you feel and seem more approachable. And so part of the big thing is just like getting out there. It doesn't have to be real estate related, right? Um, I'm a big faith guy, right? So I don't shy away from that on my social media. You know, my, my ideal audience is going to, at very least, tolerate my faith. Okay. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. And so there has to be this sense of authenticity because it communicates in your videos. You know, people know when you're being authentic and when you're being genuine people know when you're holding back. Right. Um, And so it's one of those things where it's just like you you be yourself, be authentic. If you're a joker, be a joker. Um, You know, if you're serious, be serious and just find a way to connect with people like that. Oh my Um, God. But
1: I've started showing my personality more and I feel like people like it when I'm funny and and I was doing a recording the other day and I was eating Skittles and I was like, Oh my God, guys, I'm really sorry. I had Skittles in my mouth. And like <laughs> people were messaging me and they're like, you're so funny, Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> Being authentic is what they crave really. Right,
0: right. Right. I'm, I'm also really sarcastic. Right. So sometimes, um, and you can see it in my reels, like I'll make fun of different situations. Right. Or, um, I, I did a whole reel, um last month or the month before that, where I was just like popping balloons at an open house, you know, and I was just like, I love that. like, oh, you're you're not gonna take my offer, okay? <laughs> yes. You know, so it's just just one of those things that's like you want to every one of us has this part of our brain, right? And you can disagree with me if you want, but i I know, not you, but you know, our audience. Um, every one of us has a part of our brain where something pops up that we're like, If anybody else knew that I was thinking that they would probably cancel me right, (laughs) or whatever right so um, sometimes those things that you're thinking that you're like I would never say this out of camera sometimes other people are thinking the same thing and they're just waiting for somebody to say it like I I think about like white chicks right where they're like you were thinking it but you said it it, right
1: (laughs) yes I love
0: that and it's like I feel like there's a lot of different things you can do. You can educate, entertain, but you just have to do it. Um, You know, like Caitlin said, the challenge for this podcast is just to go out and do it. Go record your first reel. If you're not comfortable recording your first reel, jump on stories, do one story a day for five days and just get comfortable being on video, okay? Because all the algorithms, if you're following anybody from Instagram, um, all the algorithms are pushing and prioritizing video, in particular reels. Why? Because short form video is the new wave. And I say the new wave, but it's really been around for a little while, right? So to wrap things up, um two questions. Um where can our audience find you? And two, is there anything in particular that you think our audience can benefit from as far as your offerings and what you what you
1: do? Absolutely. So you guys can find me over on Instagram at social marketing queen. Um, I do give like a t- I, I provide value for you guys. Honestly, Tons. I'm not like sell you guys. I'm there to educate you on Instagram because the Instagram algorithm makes me angry, and I want to, I want <laughs> you guys to get angry about it. So I take that workout. Or at least we you. can all be angry together. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can vouch for your educational content. Also, I watch your reels sometimes, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to try that. Yay. And so, yeah, I can vouch for that.
1: Thank you so much. Um and then on top of that if you guys are ready for a challenge I each month I put on a real challenge where um I'll give you two reels to do each week I'll provide you with the trending audio the examples to get inspiration from and I'll literally give you a caption that you can fill in the blanks and My audience right now, that is a part of the challenge. They're going wild over it. They love it. So I'm going to continue doing it. um, And I would love for you guys to be a part of this challenge. Oh, and there's a private Facebook group that comes with it. So you're literally getting feedback from me. You can ask me any questions that you want. um, But that is, if you want to join, you can go to my Instagram and the link in my bio. You can join the real challenge.
0: Absolutely. And guys, when I tell you that, like, When I tell you that there's so much value in the real challenge, um, I'm actually signing up for it myself. And one of the, one of the cool things about it is I was like blown away is how inexpensive it is. Okay. For what you're getting and for what you're learning. um, If you think about this, right. And I'm going to end with this because I promise I'm not bragging, but I want people to know the power and the impact that there is in reels because It's not that you're just going to get a bunch of buyers and sellers just because you're doing reels, right? Reels is another way for you to stay in the front of people's minds so that when they're thinking real estate, they think about you, right? And so not only that, but again, so that you can communicate and establish yourself as an authority in the industry, right? You want people to know that you know what you're talking about, right? And so reels is a really great way for you to do that. And I was fighting it. Like I told you, I was fighting it all year last year. Um, I'm not going to do reels. That's dumb. It's TikTok on Instagram, right? Whatever. And I was like, I'm not doing this. At the end of December, I saw a video from one of the Instagram higher-ups that he said, we are going to be prioritizing and pushing reels like crazy in 2022. The same day I saw Tom Ferry say, you have to go all in on video, right? Otherwise you're going to get left behind. And so I was like, I'm going to put this to the test. In January, I started recording reels by the second week in January, I had 11 buyers that I was working with that I didn't have the previous year. Like they came up in January. Um, It's not like just people that rolled over from last year. I had 11 buyers that decided to to sign up with me and work with me. And I had two listings in January and I was telling Caitlin right before this call, I got four more listings, Um, actually, I'm sorry, five listings. In, in, in the last month. And so it's one of those things where people are, are just remembering that I'm around, that I do real estate. And, and when they think about real estate, they're thinking about me um, because they're seeing me on a regular basis. They're seeing me post stuff out there. And so to wrap this up, um, I have a little less than 2,000 followers on Instagram, but I have reels that have over 5,000 views. I know that my followers are not sitting there watching my videos on repeat, right? Um, they're, they're just not those people, right? And what does that mean? That means that people outside of my audience are, are latching onto my videos and they're watching my reels. And so I'm growing as a result of that. I started this year. Um, and when I started this year, I had about 1400, 1500 followers. And so 400 followers in two months is, for me is a huge jump, right? And so this stuff works. Um, go follow Caitlin, the social marketing queen herself, Um, sign up for her reels challenge. It's super, super inexpensive and you're going to get tons of value. If you get one client out of it, guys, it's going to pay you back a hundred times over. Um, so definitely, definitely go sign up for the reels challenge and we will be here. Remember that it is not about the knowledge that you have, but the action that you take. All right. We'll see you guys soon.
1: Thank you so much.